threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Episode 117, Cameron. Yeah. 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 How's your week been, Cam? Oh, same old. Same old, same old. Detecting more and more virus. Yeah, you got virus all over the place, don't you? Yeah, we do. Don't be bringing it in here. (laughs) What did you say? Like, who's using this mic next? (laughs) That type of thing. Mm. Telling you, we need to move to the the little voice box microphones. (laughs) We can't talk to spread virus. (laughs) That's funny. Um, Cam, making a killing right now. What are we talking about today? Tell me. Um, tell me, tell me, tell me. We're talking about how to... You gotta look it up. Prepare. <laughs> What's the title we settled on? Uh, prepping Pre- with a family. Yeah. How's that? We always get people asking, how do I get my family involved? What do I do if my wife hates me and prepping? Yeah. Can't help you with the first part. Number one, get divorced. <laughs> Number two, start prepping on your yeah. own. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're just going to talk about how to kind of prepare mm. with these different types of family members. Yeah. Yeah, and then also, like like you said, one of the, the biggest questions we get all the time is, how do I get my family on board? We're going to talk about that a little bit, but that's just a piece of it all, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but before we get rolling, I just, I got to tell you about BattleBox, Cam. They're my they're my fave. They're incredible. Yes. Um, BattleBox, it's the monthly subscription box for men full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers. Each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you'd normally pay. You never know what's in the next box. But here's a sampling of what users received this month, and we have the box right here. Mm-hmm. The Lord and Field Wool Blanket. Lord and Field. Lord and Field. Oh, Lord, it looks great, too. It really does. It's a cool blanket. Sneak peek. Yeah, sneak peek. Mm. Look at that. Look, it's even got Republican and Democrat stripes it does. on there. Yeah. Put them together, you get purple. Um, <laughs> and then it's all. we also got the Coleman Deluxe Perfect Flow Lantern with hard case. Mm. That's the thing. You got to have the case. The hard case. Because if you don't have the hard case, it just breaks yeah. all over the place. All this badassness starts at about 30 bucks a month. They've shipped almost a million boxes and one best men's subscription box of 2017. Our listeners get a free tactical knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. That is trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Get your first battle box plus a free knife at trybattlebox.com slash casual preppers. Just a word again, that knife will come in a separate shipment. And if it doesn't, Send them an email and tell them that we sent sent you, because you <laughs> gotta get it. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Prostate exam. Yeah, <laughs> bend over, Cameron. Stop toying with the thought and just, just get a battle box. Oh, I like that. That's like the new the new slogan. Yeah, maybe. Like I have so many people like, are they worth it? Yeah. You know, I get texts. I'm like, just get it and are see. They worth it? They're freaking great. <laughs> I love about the nerds texting you. Has <laughs> <laughs> it a good box? Well, scientifically, I'm not sure if this is right or not. Should I get when it? are they going to release the <laughs> microchip box or the computer gaming box? I want the pocket protector box. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways. Listener. <laughs> Reviews starts now. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this one because it kind of digs on Cam. It's yeah, pretty awesome. Butthole. Is it just me? Question mark. Five stars, Cam. Listen, five stars. Okay. I, awesome podcast. 
That's great. <laughs> what are you worried about? Oh, the next part. Is it just me or does it sound like Cam has at least 10 mini strokes per podcast? <laughs> Tom Enos. <laughs> Rhymes with penis. Tom Enos. There, take that. Middle name P. <laughs> right? Tom, All right. Tom P. Enos. Real funny, buddy. No, That's it's funny. true. I That's do, all right, though. But I have about 12 per yeah. episode. Let's get it right. Well, if we're going to be scientific well, about it. we're going to talk about <laughs> strokes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So if you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, go to the Kindle book on Amazon, go to the um, Amazon... Rainforest. <laughs> no. <laughs> go to the, the Bigfoot film on Amazon. Uh, Prime. Oh, yeah. And leave us one there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, Do yeah, wherever yeah. you want. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be one of those places. It's a mad, mad world. It is. It's so mad. Moving on. So do you want you want to go? Or yeah, do you, I'll go. Do you have something? I thought this was super interesting. Okay. Because I think there's conspiracy to behold. In 2020? Yeah. No one talks about conspiracies. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So have you heard about the satellite that's like approached that asteroid and it started to yeah. like get ripped apart inside like this hollow space. Oh, I didn't know it got ripped it's apart. It's like getting spun to death inside it. What? Personally. Uh-huh. I think it's a spaceship. Oh. <laughs> like yeah. the asteroid's a spaceship. Yeah. So, here's a quote from old scientist guy. <laughs> uh, we were hoping to find... <laughs> Kind of French, too. Like, okay, perfect. <laughs> we were hoping to find out what happened to this asteroid over no, time. No, I want you to do it in the French accent, the French nerd. We were happy to, hoping <laughs> to go. find out what happened to the asteroid over time. <laughs> That's like, that doesn't sound French, though. I don't know. That's I right. can't do a French one. It's good, though. It's good. You even posted that thing I know. about that. It's awesome. Which can give us a bit of... <laughs> that was like, good. Uh, there you go. Um... Yeah, anyway. Okay, keep going. Um, insight into how all these small asteroids are changing over millions, hundreds of millions, billions of years. Mm. Our findings exceeded our expectations. But as they're collecting samples in this asteroid, yeah, this um, the actual little satellite thing mm. just is stuck in this hollow space in this asteroid and just getting spun and spun. Mm. I think it's a turbine. Oh, for a newly advanced spaceship. Interesting. Coming to the United States to raise havoc. I welcome them at this point. <laughs> yeah. Come take us away. We... I thought it was weird. It's just like, there's this big void in this asteroid. and, mm. and, and An it's asteroid like void? A, it's like a mini black hole inside it. Oh, gosh. So what is it? Is it really an asteroid? Oh. Or it's a disguised spaceship? I think it's a spaceship. That's a perfect way to disguise a spaceship as yeah. an asteroid. Yeah. Right? That one's just kind of going around There's the an Earth. an asteroid over there. <laughs> no biggie. <laughs> right? Don't worry about it. Don't go through it. Go yeah, around it because you get ripped apart. Yeah. But it's an asteroid. That's cool. I saw that, that that satellite had landed, but I hadn't seen much like, else about it. space. But I don't, like I'd read that it's getting like spun yeah. in pieces, but I know pieces of it are just like getting pulled off. Mm. I wonder if there's like little goblins that are just like running goblins. ripping panels off. <laughs> Taking them back and hiding them, burying the Took pieces. The tires. <laughs> yeah. There's stuff on cinder like, blocks like when they when find you it. Park in a bad neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> this is the wrong side of the asteroid. That'll teach him to park over here. <laughs> That's what the aliens sound like. <laughs> we got the solar panels, guys. <laughs> Check that out. Maybe we can build our own spaceship yeah. to get out of here. Uh, so mine is less fun uh, than yours, but uh, 2020 election. I mean, it is how many weeks now away from... It was Who like says t- that hasn't been fun? <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> um, it, it's been a couple of weeks now. We still don't know 
who the president is in 2021. Um, obviously, Biden has sort of claimed, yeah, he's won. And, you know, technically, sort of, he's won at this point. But, you know, there's there's all these calls that there's fraud and uh, bad stuff going on and Trump's not conceding. And it's, it's just a, a freaking mess. It's a huge mess. And basically, we're probably not going to have like a definitive answer until Christmas. You, no, it should be before Christmas because <laughs> the electors have to cast their vote, I think, mid-December. So that's like oh. when that happens. Yeah, it's that's done. it. Right. So we should at least know by then. But we're not going to know until then, probably, because there is there is a bunch of weird crap going on. And I, 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 I there can, is some weird crap. There going is weird on. crap. But I just don't know if there's enough weird crap to Justify overturn. Either. Yeah. So, but we'll just have to see. But either way, um, so I think honestly, it's actually kind of helped. Like I thought there was going to be riots and I thought there was going to be crazy stuff. But the sort of the uncertainty has actually made people like, well, do we riot? Do we not riot? Yeah. So everybody's kind of in a holding pattern. So that's probably good right now. It gives us more time to to kind of get ready. Um, and, you know, when a Democrat gets in office, if Biden does get into office, that probably means there's going to be a lot more of you out there listening because for some reason, once a Democrat gets in office, there's a lot more preppers because most preppers tend to be right wing. But now I'm not saying they're all right wing guys. Now, listen to me. Don't send me an email saying, well, they're not all right wing. I'm a Democrat. I understand. Yeah. We love the Democrats. We love the Republicans. We love the independents out there that are listening. We love all of you. I'm just saying you live the, the biggest portion is is that right wing. So anyways, you got yeah. you got a couple more months at this point, you know, to, to continue to prep and to 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 do what you got to do to get ready, right? Yeah. Do you remember you remember the movie Cinderella, man? It's like one of my favorites. Yeah, I do. There's the part at the end when mm -hmm. they're like getting, you know, it's over and they're taking score. Uh -huh. And my favorite quote is when he's like they take this long to make a decision, they're going to decide to screw somebody. And that's <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's so true, though, what huh? It sounds like it's oh going on. Oh my gosh, here. man! Yeah, all the memes. There's so many memes out there, there right are. now. Of like, you know, like they took so long to count ballots. I don't understand what's happening. It's either. taking so long. I don't get it. Like, have you seen the 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 video of like the little kid that's running home in baseball and he's just going like crazy slow? Have you seen that video? <laughs> no. Like he's like going in slow motion. And everybody's waiting for him to get home. <laughs> And he's just like savoring the moment and the people are like, this is everybody counting ballots. And then the people at home are like us trying to figure out who the president <laughs> yeah. is. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, come on. It's like, holy it's ridiculous. crap. <clears throat> Anyways. I won hundred million thousand. Did you, what'd you say? Oh, I got to start over. Yeah. It's like it's messing up their count at the exactly. very end. That's how it is. But anyways, the, the topic we have today. Good is, thing that's not going away. It's just going to no, keep ever. on going. Um, the topic we have today is prepping with a family. Um, and this is, even if you don't have a family, even if you don't have a family and we're going to talk about, you know, the types of family, I mean, there's so many different types of families right. and <clears throat> you can prep for all of them. Mm -hmm. You okay? Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk all about a family. that. We're all, a we're a family. We are a family. We're a family. Everybody. So but the, the biggest question that like Cam and I talked about that we get probably more than anything is how, how do I get my family involved? Um, especially when they just don't care. Right. 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 Um, that's the big, like we probably get that once a week. Like, we hey, do. can you guys talk about this? And we just, we do. Uh, we haven't necessarily really honed in and talked about that one. So we're going to, that's going to be the first. answered that question. Yeah. Well, no, don't want to answer. Let, <laughs> let me ask, let me answer that by asking you this. Have but, you thought about yeah. it? <laughs> but yeah. there's, there's a lot of things that kind of stand in the way of getting, like the full involvement of a family or, yeah, you know, sure. or not just your you know immediate family. 
And you know, some of those things, like Kobe said, is is just the un, there's people that are just they're just not interested. They're not they don't feel the urgency that we might feel. Yeah, they're just like, nah, you know, things are okay. It's kind of the like one of the bias that they talk about is like the normalcy bias. You know, it's oh, like yeah. we're going to be okay. Like we've always been okay. The world's been okay. The government will take care of us. Don't worry about anything. And if you don't know history, you might think that that's true. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem, too, is mm -hmm. we eliminate history nowadays. Yes. We don't learn from it. We get rid of it. Yeah, it didn't happen. So um, that's one of the big things. The other thing is uh, some people, are just they fear disaster, and they don't really want to talk about the worst-case scenario. They don't want to know yeah. what could happen, so they just go about not worrying That's kind of like um, the people that like they know they're probably sick, like there's something wrong, and they just don't go oh, to the yeah, doctor. Exactly, it's a perfect. Example. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like I know something's wrong yeah. in my body. When those come in, I'm like, yeah, you're far too. <laughs> Why did you not come in three years ago? <laughs> yeah. It's the same Your thing. Your sugars are 970. <laughs> you're basically pissing out straight sugar. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> this is bad. It's just a nerve rope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How long you had that in there? It's, just it's like just clustered with calcium. We've, we've analyzed your urine, and it's it's watermelon nerds. What's happening? You, know? you could sell this and die soon. This is, or... this is great for some people, but for you, this is yeah. this is diabetes, by the way. Uh, um, so there's that, and then yeah. there's uh, the ones that are just like you know, I have this much money to do, play with, do. They don't really want to spend the additional. That's to, a hard one. That is a hard one. It's super hard. But I mean, like we, I don't have like the exact answers to these, but I yeah. think that the things that we'll talk about will help mm -hmm. in terms of like how to how to like slowly build and help be prepared, even though someone's not completely committed to buying the ten year food supply that yeah, you and, would like. And again, I I would never probably advocate for that anyways, unless you're just exactly. you're rich, unless you got just like so much money. It's like great. Right. Then go right. buy that ten year supply and then yeah. forget about food and then do something. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But like ninety nine percent of people can't do yeah. that. So. I don't think most of us are at any point of focusing on building and making a bunker. Yeah. I'd love to, but oh, yeah. it's like I don't think you have everything ready to exactly. move on to that point. Yeah. Um and then the other thing is like that that stereotype. They don't want to be seen as like a prepper. The yeah. media thinks to the media, yeah. it looks really unattractive. You look like a psychopath. Yeah. And most of the time, that's all that they like put out in the media is mm -hmm. the weirdos. Like yeah. even with the pandemic, they're like, you know, we're, we've always made fun of preppers, but let's talk to a prepper. And it's like the craziest freaking person on the planet. Like you couldn't find one person that yeah. was like normal He's like that's a prepper. <laughs> carrying a bazooka in the grocery <laughs> store. He's like, I knew this was time was coming. <laughs> I told you, I told you. If I told you once, I told you twice. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So there's all those things that kind of stand in the way of like people in normal yeah. everyday life getting involved in prepping. And so that's why we're here. That's it. Yeah. When it comes down to it, we, we wanted to be that. Casual. Yeah, we wanted to be that somewhat normal. I mean, I don't know. Anyone was ever said we're normal. No, but I have many strokes. <laughs> and that's uh, true. It's true. I'm but, not a public speaker. No, obviously. No, neither of us are. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's why we're here. Is we're trying to make we're trying to change that that right. uh, view of we preppers. We go to work every day. Our kids go to school. We mm -hmm. go to church. We you know we have normal lives. We don't prepping is. It's not everything. An interest. <laughs> yeah. And something we hope everybody does. But anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so some ways to involve members that are on board, ones that kind of, you know, they're, they're yep. cool with it. Um, but getting them, getting them more involved is kind of the one probably big thing is, is coming 
like up with a plan, like planning mm-hmm. together. The the hard thing for me is sometimes not involving my family enough. Yeah, you know, sure. I'm like going through my water, like inventory. I'm mm-hmm. packing my bug out bag, and I'm doing it by myself. Mm-hmm. It's like this is a perfect opportunity to like because let my kids see what I'm doing. To be why honest, I'm doing it. Sometimes you want that time by yourself, and you're like, that's I, true. I too. have an hour to myself. I'm gonna go like check out some preps. I'm gonna count uh, my carbs. I'm gonna count my carbs. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna count my knives. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. Can't say I don't do that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, one, two, ah, four hundred sixty-five. Gosh, this yeah, not clean enough, but. Yeah, so yeah, it is probably a good idea as much as possible to try just, and just get them involved in that because, yeah. like, my family's not opposed to it, they're mm-hmm. not as into it as I am. Yep, but that's partly my fault too because I could involve them more with some of the stuff we do. Absolutely. Um, the other thing is, like, most people that I know, and you know, they're not preppers, but most people want to have some kind of, they want to be prepared in some way. Mm -hmm. So building on that for people, it's like, you obviously don't want to be caught off guard in a situation like we did just recently with the pandemic. A lot of people panicked and bought 6,000 crates of toilet paper Mm because they didn't know why they saw people doing it. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those of, you know, just having just building on what people already have a sense of, I need to be a little bit prepared and self-sustaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and for example, you know, when my wife goes to the grocery store, I'll sign on to the app and I add a few things. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But she's good at that too. She, she looks through, uh, like cooking supplies and things that she w- wants to add to our pantry mm-hmm. just for, you know, purposes of not having to go to the grocery store all the time. So that's helpful. Um, Getting people to have a little more sense of urgency of, Mm. you know, that's the hard thing too, because everything, especially in the United States, like everything's super easy and we have things convenient and we've never really experienced any super bad hardship. So kind of luckily though, we have had this recent, uh, stint with COVID that I feel like this was a a good eye opener, a good opportunity to learn how much we're not prepared for a big problem. Yeah, if you if there ever was an opportunity to bring on a reluctant family member into prepping, like this year was the year this to do it. This is a great year. This yeah. is a great year and if you haven't done that yet, this I mean, use the opportunity while it's still fresh in their minds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. And I think another thing is like example. You don't want to be I always talk about this when my wife was looking into like prepping and doing some, you know, natural things to store. She went to like this little thing here in town and the and the dude was just a psycho like he was like i remember that i think my wife went too it frustrated me because he's yeah. like he he made it like if nobody's prepared around me i'll kill them because yeah. i this is my food and my mm-hmm. family and he just he turned it into a whole psychopath prepper thing and that's what yeah i think is a bad example for others and i'm pretty sure he was the same guy that was like making his own deodorant that yeah, was, he was uh he was that was eating nothing but prep food so that he was used to it it when it came down and it's like okay that man just gives a terrible yeah. sense of like preparedness yeah. it's like wow i don't want to be like that's, that that's people like that are definitely not going to bring on those that are even a little bit reluctant right you know what i mean right. so and i expect to you know people know that i'm a prepper and mm-hmm. you know and i don't want to give away all my stuff but i expect to help people you know and and, yeah. and do what we can i think the more that are prepared the better it is for everybody because you're not having to feel guilty not helping somebody when you don't have enough for your own family. Yeah, exactly. But um, getting those on board, uh, kind of preparing them and seeing some of the urgency. Like, I like those survival movies. And mm-hmm. m- when my wife watches them, we always have, like, these ideas of, man, that would be 
like Cajun's one of the scariest. Oh yeah. And stuff like that, you know, it's just like, wow, do we, are we prepared enough? And this is like Kobe said, the COVID time has been a perfect opportunity, unfortunately, to see, mm-hmm. you know, what we can do better. Like and look those, at the government, they're, they're spinning, their heads are still spinning. They have no idea what's going on yeah. still. Yeah. But you're right. Those, um, those opportunities when you're watching a movie like that, it's a great time to just like start up a casual conversation about it. Like, crap, man, what would we do? Like, how yeah, do, it's you know what I mean? Yeah, yep. And that and we've talked about it driving. It's like, what yeah. if something happened? Like, where mm-hmm. would we go? And what, yep. what would we do? And one of the books too that like triggered some of these thoughts for me was One Second After. Yep. Because it's just like, <laughs> if we lost like the grid of mm-hmm. how United States functions, you'd learn a ton from it. And there's even simple stuff like what, the American blackout. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it, American blackout. Man, it opened my eyes to a ton of things. Like yeah, what if I was driving and I didn't, I couldn't get anything out of the ATM or what if I, so anyways, there's a lot of those little things I don't think are over the top, but just help you think mm-hmm. a lot of them on, you know, streaming service, Netflix, YouTube, things like that. Um, what to do if they don't, or they won't get on board. I think the easiest thing to do here is just kind of add things that you normally do to what you do. Like if you're going to the grocery store or instead of going and buying a big blue water barrel, you mm-hmm. just fill up the used, you know, you yeah. start filling up some of your used pop bottles. And yes, I said it. Mm-hmm. Pop bottles <laughs> that have contaminated sugar in them. Yep. Don't worry about it. Just use those things that don't look over the top. <laughs> Stop correcting. Um, Kobe's going spell check on me um but the uh you just you don't need to go over top and do the the 72 hour stuff you can slowly add to your grocery list yeah things that don't annoy your significant other or your family but you're still slowly adding to help them like i said i don't think anybody's gonna be opposed to you prepping but i think you can do it in a way by just adding a little extra to the things that you already go mm-hmm. and buy you know an extra bag of rice an extra bag of flour Things like that. Yeah, so. I can see the, the only time I can see where somebody may be somewhat opposed to it is if money is tight. And that's where it gets True. hard because buying that's extra probably the most buying extra is tough sometimes. I mean, it's tough even when money's not tight sometimes right. to buy extra stuff like that. So you're right. I think the best way to do that is ways that doesn't really cost you anything. Like you said, just filling up empty bottles that you might have yeah. laying around that it's not going to cost you anything. Or like a bag of rice every, every month. I mean, what is that? Yeah. A couple of bucks? Yeah. You know? So, and then the other, we've talked before about like camping gear, cause most yeah. people like to camp or go mm-hmm. on vacation. That's an opportunity to like add supplies that can be used yeah. again. Um, like, you know, Coleman stoves and things like that. It's like, well, this is fun for the trip, but I can use it again. And it's mm-hmm. opportunity to add some cool gear that will be applicable to all kinds of different scenarios. So yeah, anyway, sure. those are some of the ways you can kind of just involve. Your yeah. Family. And, and I would say, you know, I, I, you may have already mentioned this a little bit, but just making sure that your significant other, whoever this is that you're trying to, to convince, is aware of the things that are happening in the world. Because yeah. sometimes people just are oblivious to what's happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I can understand avoiding it. Sure. Like my wife likes to not listen to the news, and sure. I don't blame her one bit. Like, I'll go home and tell her, oh, did you see that, yeah. you know, the atomic bomb went off over in Japan? <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't use Japan. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe you're, this is 19, you know, 40s, yeah. maybe. And she's like, no, now what? <laughs> but I'm just like, yeah, you got to kind of give them a sense of, yeah, like importance of being prepared for whatever. Exactly. You just mad, mad world type stuff that we talk about, you know, every week is, is a good idea to make sure that they are aware of because 
as soon as people start understanding what the the consequences of some of these things are, they might be more inclined to say, okay, maybe we yeah. do need to to be just let them listen to the first like seven minutes of yeah, our podcast. And absolutely, they won't want the rest. No, nobody does. No, but <laughs> you get the mad mad world, and they'll yeah. be like, wow, is that really happening? Yep, exactly. So yeah, that's anyway, great. Um, that's some of the things. <clears throat> that's good. That's good started. stuff. And again, I wanted to quickly talk about all types of families. We are we're not just talking about the the typical mom dad two point three kids dog type family here. There's all these types of families that that can be considered a family that you might need to prep for other people, right? Sometimes it's just a couple. It's just you and a wife or you and a husband or, you know, whatever it might be, you and a girlfriend, you and a boyfriend. Sometimes you've got kids. Sometimes you have like an older family member in the group in that. We're going to talk about this, but it make that really complicates the way that you have to prep. Get rid of them. Yeah. A grandparent or, or, (laughs) or also somebody who may be sick. Yeah. Or somebody who might be special needs, something like that. There's, it, it complicates your prepping so immensely. unique, you have to cater it completely. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. But then also, it could be a single parent with kids, which r- complicates it again, because it, it makes things a lot harder. Um, and then you could also have extended family members, you know, aunts, uncles, or even friends living at your home. So you, you have to you have to plan, you have to prep accordingly, depending on what your family makeup looks like. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So basically, this is... This episode is for anybody who just doesn't live alone and has no friends and has no family, yeah. which is not a lot of people, right? I mean, there's right. some people like that, but most people have somebody that they're they feel somewhat responsible for, exactly. even if they don't live in their own their house. That's something we're going to talk about too, because sometimes you have people that we talked about That's before, that, yeah, that refuse to prep in for town. themselves. They're in town, they they or they can't prep for themselves, yeah. or they don't well, want to. Constantly hear people, "We'll just come to your house." No. Mm-hmm. No, no, you won't. Yeah. So um, just be thinking about that as we move along. We're not just talking about mom, dad, kids here. This is this is all types of groups right. of families. So. Yeah. So let's talk about the worst and hardest of them all. Okay. Kids. Let's do it. So how do you get them mm-hmm. um, involved in or part of your, you know, your prep plan? Yeah. Um, they're great while they're little. And then when they mm-hmm. grow up and they're independent, they're probably good. But that in between, where most of us are, their their dependents and they're terrible. They're like that <laughs> that like two to to five is yeah, tough, dude. It is. It's That's, super tough. Yeah. So um, so some of the ways we we've, we've had a whole episode on this of getting kids involved in a way um, with prepping. Mm-hmm. So um. Kids seem to be interested in like disasters. Like, Heck yeah, dude. mine totally are. Like, they oh, love yeah. to like watch. I mean, they're kind of messed up, but they'll watch like these disaster things on YouTube sometimes and mm-hmm. like, oh, holy crap. But that's a good opportunity to talk to them about like, you know, what would you do if this happened or what would we do as a family? Yeah. Um, if we lose power, you know, that's one thing that my kids really like too is like flashlights and stuff. Oh, yeah. So bringing them into your, like I said, into your prep plans, get out of there. Um, bringing them into your prep plans mm-hmm. of like doing your bug out bag. So I have the separate bags for them and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. what kind of stuff would you guys want to take with you? If you, if we left home and like, they go crazy. Oh, yeah. Like it's like, Tawny gets frustrated cause they put like their nicest clothes in there. Oh yeah, for <laughs> like, sure. Church clothes, ties. Yeah. And then the bottom half's just toys that they never Swim play suits. with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But getting them involved, like kids, kids like that stuff, and you don't have to be terrifying about it. You don't no. have to say 
zombies, uh, brain-eating viruses and things like that are coming and we need to prepare mm-hmm. for that. You don't need to bring that apocalyptic stuff into sure. it. We do that to excite adults. Well, sometimes you sometimes you can. It depends on the kids and it depends on the age. Yeah, it's true. For sure. <clears throat> like my, my one daughter. A zombie movie on Disney. My, so. <laughs> yeah, my one daughter's totally getting into um, The Last Kids on Earth. I don't know if you've seen that. Mm. There's a, there are books, and then they're also... Um, Wait, didn't they make a little series? There's a Netflix series, too. I did too. see that. I never So it's like these, these young kids that That's live, perfect, because of the yeah. age. And the, and the kids kind of all have their little, you know, yeah. their bunker that they live in. And it, so it's, Do you it, remember that old movie, On Our Own, or whatever, where they like... It, it, yes, I think so. We watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. There's a survival oh, scenario. For sure. We just yeah. watched it recently, but... You can talk to them about ways mm-hmm. to like stay alive, and and I always want to like I've tried to help them when they go camping. Like, what do you do if mm-hmm. you get lost from us? You know, don't wander around. Like, stay put and whistle or blow. <laughs> whistle. I usually I can't whistle, Daddy. They're usually so noisy, nothing on earth would ever. Yeah, but there's always that that chance um, for sure. And then most of the time, they're they're in the basement. They're in those areas where you have food storage or gear, mm-hmm. and so. Sometimes they ask, and that's a perfect chance to talk to them about it. Yeah. Other things is, like, involve them in, you know, I try to change it up when we go camping and stuff to, like, you know, let's look at, like, different plants and stuff. Most yeah. of the time, they don't listen one bit. Oh, no, no, no. But some of the gear I have, you know, how do you use it? Why do we use it? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just kind of, again, use the opportunity of where they're interested in doing stuff to like teach them more about what you have. And even if they don't like grasp everything, because a lot of times too, like I'll, I'll just grab my bug out bag when I'm trying to like either add some gear in or, you know, arrange it. it. Yeah. (laughs) Dear, you can sleep on the couch tonight. I'm sleeping with my bug out bag. No, but I'll just bring it out and the kids are just like tear it apart and just start looking at everything that's in there. And it's like a perfect time to just Perfect and frustrating because you're like, where's that flashlight I just took out? Yeah. (laughs) But it's a great time to just talk about each of those items and and the basics about what they're for and why you would even want it, Yeah, you know? And then Kobe always stresses the emergency plan, you know, the phone numbers and why we have the lists and mm-hmm. and what are those things that's in their backpacks? What are those numbers for and what could happen? So you just kind of kind of build a little scenario uh, of the events that would lead them to using the bags and stuff like that. You got to yeah. kind of paint the picture for them. It's surprising to me when you don't think kids are listening and when they don't remember anything. Because like when we went to... Like Lagoon, one of the parks here, mm-hmm. we wrote a phone number on there, and I didn't feel like any of them were listening yeah. to what, why we did that. Yeah, but I remember um, this was quite a while back. Like my oldest was, I don't know, like seven or eight, mm-hmm. and he, we got separated. And I turned around, and I, I could see him. Yeah, and he was like, he started to panic a little, and then he looked at his arm. Yeah, and I was like, he was listening. At like, least he kind of knew. He kind of knew what to do. So like. As dumb as they seem, <laughs> they do remember and they do, yeah. they are listening. And when they get scared, if you can teach them, yeah. like we had power go out and that's, a, that was a kind of a good opportunity to show them like, this is where our stuff is. And mm-hmm. this is where you can oh, go. Freak. They love it. They do. They get like freaked. Until and they, like, after like, like an freak. hour and then they're like, I want to play. Can I watch a movie? Yeah. No, you can't. No. Okay. Can we microwave some popcorn? No. no you can't. No, you, can't. you can sit here and look at your yeah. flashlight. That's what you can do. Um, Some really useful resources are those uh, like FEMA and Red Cross. They yeah. have like printouts. Like, Tons of stuff. Cards. They have cards. Like you can print out like flashcards and stuff. Mm-hmm. Lightning flashcards. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, they have really good. Um, They had a disaster one that I printed out that had like hurricanes and tornadoes and oh, nice. you know so they could like look and see what to do 
because some of that stuff has changed since when I was little. <laughs> yeah. Turn on to the power line if the tornado's coming. <laughs> Hold on to the power pole with all your might. <laughs> yeah. Find a power box and hide under it. Hide under a cow of some sort. <laughs> Hold on to the propane tank. Grab on them udders. Don't let yeah. go. But, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I, I've even... <laughs> the one thing, too, my kids like to watch is, you know, some video games. And some mm. of them can be... Like my kids will watch DayZ, it kind of creeps them out. But yeah. I'm, I usually tell them, you know, I don't have any food and water, and I'm trying to find resources and mm -hmm. show them that I'm storing these things in a location. So if you if you're into games, that's a good opportunity too that you could show them that. Yeah, so it's basically just looking for the opportunity to to just interject really? it here yeah, and there exactly where it makes it sense, right? Yeah. Where, because don't feed them for a week. Tell them. Yeah. Find your own food outside. Now what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but yeah, you it won't is. cry. Just making them like understand yeah. why you do the things you do and mm -hmm. that anytime we we may have to we, we may lose yeah. uh Disney Plus and Netflix. And oh. What are you gonna do then? Ooh. What are you gonna do then? The streaming apocalypse. Yep. Sounds bad. One thing about COVID, uh -huh. it's led to a five fold increase in cyber attacks. According Is that true? to the Who. Who? Who? What? It's according to the Who. Oh, okay. <laughs> But unlike coronavirus, <laughs> there's a solution to the problem. Da -da -da. We don't have a solution. No. But this problem yeah. with CyberTech, we do, and it's called Surfshark yeah. VPN. So it's a virtual private network that can protect you and all your devices from online threats. Go gray man online and shield your information from websites and other online services. Don't worry about malware, phishing, obnoxious, or often unsafe ads or emails. Um you're going to be shopping a lot this season online. Guarantee it, yeah. So be careful out there. You, this is the perfect time to get Surfshark. Get notified if your email is compromised and your mm -hmm. password. Um, they have ID protection and it'll just email you and tell you, guess what? Yeah. You lost your password to Those the Russians. Russians. On, the Russians, that <laughs> was weird. The Russians it's on always. Etsy are probably stealing your stuff right now. <laughs> <Etsy>. <laughs> you know what I mean? That but bracelet not looks Surfshark. nice. Yeah. But your bank account looks nicer. This pure amber, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Beautiful bismuth give rock. Me, give me email address. I'll send it over, okay? From titanium mine in Russia. <laughs> um, also, mm. they don't only protect you, but they can make your life way funner. <laughs> yeah. You can go and watch Netflix in the UK. Mm -hmm. You can basically put your computer as if yeah. it were in a different country and stream different networks but, there but beware they all have accents yeah everything you watch <laughs> yeah. so if you want something on net, the netflix in uk mm -hmm. you can do it with surfshark rad the nicest thing of all is that one subscription covers every single device you don't have a limit of five devices you don't have to install any apps you well you do <laughs> but there are you can actually just use like the website and stuff yeah um uh, I haven't yet tried to integrate it into my router, but you can. Yeah, you can. Um, fast, unlimited access, twenty-four-seven support, mm -hmm. and then why not try it for thirty days? It's guaranteed. Risk money free. back. Yeah. So go to Surfshark.deals/casualpreppers. That's Surfshark.deals/casualpreppers. Link and in the show notes. The promo code casualpreppers. You get a huge eighty-five percent discount and three extra months. That's a pretty I big think discount. It's roughly. Like sixty bucks, and you get over two years of protection. You're stupid. Joe Biden will be dead by then. <laughs> right. So think about it. So go now, become gray man online. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, I love it. So Cam, 
uh, we we teased this out, but I'm, I'm getting to it now. Finally, let's talk about special needs, old, sick, allergic people. Okay, Th- this is all oh, that sounds. Horrible. This can be such a hard issue just in normal everyday what if life. You're allergic to the old and sick people. I think that's great for you, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, but this this is tough enough just in everyday life, just getting through life. You know, when when you are. Um, Old you have and sick, and got or allergies. if you have somebody in your family or that you take care of that has one of you know is in one of these categories, it's tough. But it, it it's even harder to prep for them, and it gets harder for them, or it gets harder for you in an SHTF scenario and or an emergency scenario. So um, you just have to be even more vigilant as a prepper if somebody like this is in your family, um, and and your plan kind of almost has to revolve around that person yeah. because. It's so much hard. Adds so, a huge complication too. Yeah. So think about things like age. So old age, obviously, everything is hard once you get to a certain age. Chronic illnesses make a bunch of things different, uh, difficult. Mental health issues is tough. Hearing loss, impaired vision, mobility restrictions, uh, or those people that have like significant dietary restrictions. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's rough. That's Big not, old allergy list. Yes. Yeah, so that makes things very, very hard. So. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is I know that some, like most of the, t- like, okay, not most of the time, sometimes these illnesses or these situations just can't be improved. Like they are what yeah. they are yep. and there's no way around it. Cards are dealt. Yeah. You, those are the cards you have. There's nothing you can do, but there are times when that's not true. When, um, you can improve them with, uh, certain lifestyle changes. Exactly. Right. And so you kind of have to be that person, I- either if it's you or if it's not you, somebody in your family, you have to help them in those situations as much as you can, especially since you're the, the prepper. You know, you want to make things as easy as possible in an SHTF scenario. So um, with things like some forms of diabetes, you know, uh, high blood pressure, obesity, general unwellness, those types of things can be. This is a great time to stop smoking. This is a great, it's a fantastic time to stop eating McDonald's four times a day. <laughs> okay. I understand it tastes delicious it, yeah. and, and sometimes you have to have and it. It's super convenient. But if you are obese, if you have high blood pressure, if you are if you're going to the doctor's office every month, it's not a good deal. It's not a good thing. And there's ways around that. And so that means you need to help them or you need to yourself improve that situation yeah. if these people are in your family. So that means getting healthy, which is getting on some sort of a diet or just stop eating crap constantly, right? right? Um, maybe there's a surgery that can can assist you in some way or that will help you. I don't, I don't, I'm not like a huge advocate of surgery, but if it's something that long-term helps yeah, this person, things, yeah. right? That's great. If there's a medication that may help. Um, but the biggest thing is diet and exercise. Like I'm sounding like a doctor here now, but you, no, it's true. It's such a big deal. And if you get into an SHTF scenario and you fix these problems, you're not obese anymore yeah. and you can walk 30 feet without, you know, yeah. having a heart attack. That's a great deal. Yeah. So well, it's just like, like you said, I mean, I see people, the same people mm-hmm. like every month. Yeah. And I always like look at them like, do you want to see me every month? Yeah. Like some people do. There's some things that they just, yeah, there is a lot that just yeah. love it. But I'm like, think of the medications that aren't keeping you alive, mm-hmm. do you really need them? Mm-hmm. Because when things go south, like you're yeah. not going to be able to see a doctor on a regular basis. Exactly. And it's, and I, we're not going to want to see you. No. And I get it 100%. Dieting and exercise effing sucks. Yeah, it's it not really fun. Does. But at some point, 
it's better than and not doing it now. Yeah, I'm worried oh boy. is going to exactly me to spending just as much time as I hundred percent as my patients do. And so think about. about that. If that's possible, make that part of your prepping plan to get them to a point where they're not dependent on those things and that they can somewhat take care of themselves in a scenario, right? So one of the biggest things is mobility. If you have a family member who has issues with mobility, that's going to be a huge concern. Like if they just can't get up and walk out to the the truck to drive away, um, in an emergency or an SHTF situation, this, this could seriously mean life or death. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, like I said, with some disabilities that just can't be improved. So you have to adjust your prepping plan accordingly. Um, so maybe this family member relies on an electric wheelchair or like a scooter. So you got to figure out what to Stop do there. Phone batteries. It, yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know what you got to do, but you got to think about it. If they're in a wheelchair, yeah. make sure you've practiced like bug out situations or fire drills or those types of things. Because boy, that is a whole different yeah, complication. It has a whole, a whole other element. If you have to lift or maneuver to get to these weird spaces to get to any of your emergency pl- supplies, yeah. that's not going to be easy for the, like, they can't just crawl up on the counter and, you know, on top of the, yeah. like, you have to get it in a place where if you're not home or if they need to go get it, sorry, am I touching you with my feet? No, the um, carpet's getting on this. That, um, that you have it in a place where they can get to it. So you have to adjust the way you store stuff as well, right? right. One of the big things too is people are dependent on uh, oxygen. Oh, yeah. And there's a concentrator, like uh-huh. if you ask, you can get, I mean, a lot of them now are probably been transitioned over, they have to have the tanks, but yeah, the oxygen concentrator just takes atmospheric oxygen and really? compresses it so they don't have to have the tanks refilled or brought to them all the time. That's cool. I didn't even know yeah, that. Yeah, so. That's awesome. Like, those, there's those things to try and not be so dependent on yeah. medical services. Yeah, anything you can do to have a plan B or right. less dependent is such a big deal if somebody in your family has this. And then also service animals can sometimes be helpful in some of these emergencies. Yeah. Like, they're, yeah. they're amazing, some of them. Uh, so can again, drag a body across the... Yeah, they really can. So <laughs> think about that. If there's mobility issues with anybody in your family, just plan accordingly. Think about all the scenarios that may happen because you, you're going to have to be way more prepared than most people because they can't just run out to the truck and drive away, <laughs> right? Um, just like Cam said, home medical devices. If a, if a family member uses any sort of medical device at home that requires power, uh, you need to be very aware of what your backup situation is when yeah. the power goes out. Like CPAP is another big one oh, that yeah, people for are sure. depending on. Like yeah. I got my dad to get a battery backup system because I'm yeah. like, it's exactly he what can't I'm talking sleep about. Yeah, crap. exactly. He's not going to be able to sleep. So even if it's not a life or death thing, like boy, you sure want to have a, a backup to these types of things. So think about the power backup plan, and um, and then also if you need to take those with you in a bug out situation, how's that going to happen? Um, medications. I think Cam may talk a little bit a bit more about this here in a minute, but um. Some disabled or elderly or sick family members may require daily meds or, you know, meds they have to take often to, to stay alive or to even just stay in good health. So make sure that you have at least 30-day supply backup. 90 days is the best. If you can go get yeah. a 90-day supply and and with some medications, that shouldn't be an issue, yeah. right? And the ones that it is, you mm-hmm. don't need to be on all the you time. You don't need so to be on So you probably need to work out some kind of yeah. way well, of avoiding. That's a good way to look at it, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, so um, Cam's talked about this quite a bit. Make sure you have a book or a guide that gives you alternate meds that may also work for those yeah. types of things. Um, what were the ones that you talked about? The 
Pharmacopia. That's probably the easiest one to get. Is what is like, it called? Uh, Tarascon. Oh, yeah. Tarascon. Pharmacopia. Because mm-hmm. then you know if you run out of metoprolol and your mm-hmm. neighbor has a tenorol, you're probably okay. Yeah. Like if they have extras or something. Mm-hmm. Just in case. Just in case. Yeah. So that's you don't a... take your other neighbor's meds. Let me put a disclaimer on there. Somebody <laughs> will rip me apart. Yeah. Here comes a nurse practitioner yelling at somebody. <laughs> um, so. You know, like, so have that so you know what alternate meds may be uh, borrowed or scrounged in an emergency situation. Um, also have a list of alternate natural remedies if all else fails. This isn't awesome. Cannabis. Yeah, well, it's perfect for everything. <laughs> right. Um, this, is, this is never going to be perfect, but at least it's, you have some sort of a backup yeah, plan. Yeah, you do. Right? And I think we've talked about this several times. I don't want to get into it too far other than make sure that's part of your plan if somebody in your family has that issue. Allergies. Um, this can be critical when it comes to prepping for a family. If somebody's gluten intolerant or they can't have any gluten, you yeah. know, not just intolerant, um, or if they're anaphylactic reactions yeah, exactly. of some sort. So just prep your food storage accordingly. Uh, I mean, just think about it. Um, sleeping accommodation. Sometimes if you're in a bug out situation, uh, just a sleeping bag isn't going to work for some people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Elderly sick, disabled, special needs. Sometimes it just doesn't work. So you have to have a plan. I can't sleep in a sleeping bag. I can't either. <laughs> but make sure you have a plan. So just think about that. Um, temperature control is another one to think about. Some um, immunocompromised family members. I was members. just looking back to the sleeping sure, thing real yeah. quick. I was looking on, like, we, you know, it's like the Amazon thing. But yeah. they have these deals all the time for, like, camping gear and stuff. But they had these, like, mini cots, you know, yeah, that, like, stack. Mm-hmm. They're so cool. Yeah. But I'm like, you never know who... You you know to get off the floor that would be it's a big deal huge so, I mean for one thing it keeps you warmer yeah it's going to be way more so comfortable looking at those things to accommodate yeah. for additional people or yeah. to make things more comfortable and an older them. person sometimes getting all the way to the ground is just tough and getting yeah. back up so if you have something that's off the ground so you just have to think about those yeah. things and if you're all going to consolidate to one room you mm-hmm. know you can't put all the mattresses in there so exactly. it's like think of these different ways yeah that's a good idea hammocks yeah yeah. Temperature control, um, like I was saying, immunocompromised family members are going to be super susceptible to major fluctuations in temperature. I am. I know I am too. <laughs> believe me. And so, my if you, air conditioner is my number one plan. It is, yeah. How to power my the prepping air plan? Keep air conditioner running all year <laughs> yeah. long. That's all it is. It's like have all the maintenance crews come on, make sure this thing's running smooth. Yep, exactly. Um, so just make sure you have a plan for. Um, SHTF or emergency situations in, in the very cold times of the year and the very hot times of the year. So you have a way to control temperature in some way, shape, or form. Um, if you have somebody in your family that is like it has one of these issues, it's really good idea to make a specialized kit for this family member that might have everything they need if you need to bug out or if it's a situation where you might have to leave for a bit and they need stuff. So it's almost like an EDC idea, yeah. kit for this person with this specialized gear that they might need. Um, and this could also include like medical information, numbers, and, and things yeah. like that that they that might be useful. So think about doing something like that. I think for like kids and stuff that are like type one diabetics, it's huge to have a plan written yeah. for somebody else that may have to take care of them. Yeah, because who knows what's going to happen like in those situations? If you're both wiped out and you have yep. a child that's diabetic, you I would have no idea what to much, do. Yeah, you don't know how much insulin they need and when they need it. Oh, so such it's a good, good idea. for your for your kid to have a, a plan written out and put in like his kit or his bag. Yeah, that's that's a super good idea. Scary deal though. Yeah. Um, and the last one I wanted to talk about is a lot of us have either parents or grandparents that are old, like super old, that are either disabled or, huh? or they're by themselves. And 
they're not really. I mean, most of the time, forget about that. Yeah, <laughs> most of the time, they're not thinking about emergency prepping. They're just not. They're hoping something happens. Yeah, they're just <laughs> waiting for a wave to come wipe out the city. Please get just me like, out of this. Get me to heaven now. <laughs> um, but so if there's somebody like that in your family and you're in the vicinity, it's probably a good idea for you to take that on yourself, right? Um, so you've got to make them part of your plan somehow. If it's you're, a good idea because you never know. Like you don't. Hopefully, other family members have incorporated yeah. them in, and if mm-hmm. they do, and three of you, Great. then you can trade off. And yeah, but again, you probably have to have that discussion you do. with whoever that might True. be because nobody knows, right? So at least have Both the discussion. Of you just plan on the other. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure my brother's gonna take it. I'll tell you, you're going to grandma's. <laughs> no, nope. yeah, no. Nope. Been six months. Nobody's talked to her. <laughs> Crap, did. Did it again. <laughs> um, so maybe you need to adjust your bug out route so that it swings by grandma's house or something, you know. <laughs> hey, grandma, jump in the back of the truck. We're yeah. heading out, you know. Got your bag. Got your bag. We're ready You're going to be carrying two of them. Yeah, I got your bacon Use supplies. Use mule. <laughs> bacon supplies and crochet yarn. <laughs> We're rolling. Let's go. So, uh, so just make sure that you've got that, like a bug out route that kind of goes by their house, or maybe your bug in plan means that you have to go get them and bring them to your house or something, you know, it's going to be difficult, but you just have to think about it because they're still part of it. That's a good idea. Yeah. Cause I don't think about that. I don't either. And until I <laughs> started like, looking into my it. My wife's grandma, she's kind of on her own. Yeah. She may end up on her own for good. <laughs> She'll die on her own. She'll live no. on her own. Yeah. Um, so this kind of was covered a bit by Kobe too, but uh, working on just the basics. So yeah. number one is that plan. Um, you really need to figure out, like, yes, food, water, all that stuff, but you got to figure out like how much and what you're gonna, how you're gonna store it, and mm-hmm. how you're gonna use it, and all that stuff. So that's the one thing that frustrates me the most. With like just recently when we had the pandemic, it was like nobody had a plan. Mm-hmm. They just panic bought everything <laughs> and so it's like yeah all, you know how much stuff was probably wasted oh a ton it's like meat and stuff's all i actually and... heard some people talking at walmart that the week after there was like uh, so many people trying to bring stuff back because they just like overbought so stupid because they were scared and they couldn't afford it yeah and then it, yeah I... then they were trying to bring it back i think somebody did that with like costco toilet paper or something yeah. like they wouldn't let them bring it back and i'm like good yeah good but Anyway, um, so have a good plan set up, and like a like we were saying, go to go to if you don't know how to start, just go to Red Cross, redcross.org. Like yeah. they have great plans and phone numbers and stuff, and like you could just start with a basic plan there. Mm-hmm. Moving on to food, um, just start slow with extra groceries, things that you're going to use that you like, mm-hmm. um, hopefully that are a little healthy. But those are the things you're going to first want to consume. Uh, frozen goods are one thing, Kobe has been like yeah focused on a lot i've been trying to fill up our freezer more because those things store for a lot longer granted you still have the electricity yeah well in but it, then they're the good things that can be added to more foods for and, sure you know yeah and again this is we're, we're prepping for a family so what does your family like yeah. and what does your family need right, right? the last thing we eat? want to do is to get into that 25 year shelf life no. stuff more, that, it tastes like crap. Yeah. Most of it's not it's great. It's unhealthy. And yeah, yeah, you don't want to get into it because it's still sealed and stored, you know? Yeah. But yeah, like cans of food, you know, adding those things when you go to the grocery store, um, those are ways to just kind of add to and get prepared simply um, for like, and then you can eventually move on to your long-term plan. Yeah. That's what, I mean, I keep going back to the frozen goods. I just know what my kids 
eat all the time? What are we always going through? And it's like waffles that, and syrup. Exactly. This is a frozen <laughs> breakfast. But stuff. it's true. My kids are so picky. Yeah. And and I know if I at least have that backed up, I could get through a couple of weeks and they can a eat moral waffles. Booster. They're just like yeah. they don't have to worry about eating weird crap. Yeah. You see the same stuff that they like. Exactly. Um same kind of plan with water. Mm-hmm. It's just adding little bits as you go. You always have those leftover jugs of water. And yes, they're not the best thing to store in, but they're available. Mm-hmm. And sure. you don't need to throw them away. Yeah. So I just kind of add a gallon here and there and try and write dates on them. Regardless, you can boil them yeah. or run a filter through them. For sure. Know. And you're never going to have a, a, as much as you think. You need more than you think. Yeah. Especially with a family. Again, it comes back. We're talking about a family. So how many family members do you have? Right. Take it, take a look at it and extrapolate that to two weeks or three weeks or whatever. It's right. a lot of and it's freaking a gallon water. Per person, what you want to shoot for, yeah. right? And that's yeah, it's a, a lot. ton of water. Yeah. Like I have two 55 gallon drums of water in my mm-hmm. basement, or do I? No, I don't know. <laughs> but, you, you know, that 100 gallons, that's going to get me 110. 110. Hey, gallons. Gonna add don't correctly. change yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that using that sparingly is pushing roughly a month. Yeah. You know, yeah. and not using and it the probably full, won't last that long. No. Yeah. Because you got to consider all the different things, mm-hmm. you know, um, brushing your teeth, mm-hmm. sanitary use, uh, yeah. cleaning things, uh, and then adding to your food, not yep. just drinking you water. Cook. So it's like that doesn't go as far as. So a gallon per, <coughs> per day is roughly like even a low estimate of what you're going to need. Exactly. What yeah. you need to have. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to store all that water. That's the worst thing. Like, water frustrates Pain me the, the most because I'm like, it takes up tons of space. It does. You have to keep an eye on it. Might start leaking at any I'm going to go watch the water, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure no one gets into it. Yeah. But, like, stuff gets tipped over if you don't have it stored properly. Oh, it or does, the, man. They collapse and start leaking. So, anyway, um, just work on the small ways of storing water, and then slowly you can move to the uh, bigger water supplies and mm-hmm. tanks and stuff like that. Meds, we we already kind of went over mm-hmm. this, but it's a good opportunity to buy the things that are available, you know, ibuprofen and Tylenol, Benadryl, stomach meds, diarrhea, constipation, all that stuff. Sound like an advertisement. You do. But um, get all that stuff now because you never know. Stuff gets cleaned out. Wasn't it Tylenol? It got wiped out. Yeah, I think because so. Because everybody yeah. heard that it was the only thing you could use to treat. Yep. Um the COVID, COVID and stuff. So, and then fish antibiotics, we've talked about these. They do work. Um, it's not advised to use antibiotics without medical. Mm-hmm. But having this last thing, you know, you'll be grateful that you have these things. Um, and then remembering sanitation stuff like toothpaste and deodorants and all yeah. that. That is a big health concern. <laughs> yeah. And again, we're, it comes back to doing this for a family. So think about all the family members, right. all of their needs. Right. Just you got to go back to thinking about what is everybody going to need. Um, and especially that, like if you're caring for the special needs, there's always exactly. a higher requirement of sanitation supplies. Yep, exactly. Um, and then the the meds, working on mm-hmm. prescription meds if you can, whatever you can change to get off from those meds is most important. Second, um, getting 90-day supplies so you're not... Yep. Uh, worrying about going and finding a provider to write a script and going to the pharmacy. Yeah. Um, home security, uh, you want to protect those people inside. Absolutely. For all that you're taking care of. So you got to think about different ways to protect, you know, uh, like security cameras, uh, door jams, things to like protect from intruders and protect from kids leaving. 
It, it is true because I mean, I'll tell you what that the, the home security system that I bought was one of the best the it's best been, money I've spent. I think I I want one bad. It's it, I can hear every door that opens and every window it's still that opens. Like at listed all time. as one of the very best, and I think because it, it costs so much for somebody to do it for you. It's so expensive. and they made it so much simpler. Yeah. It's called simply simply. <laughs> Yeah. We should get a sponsor from them. We should. Just talk to them. It's not a bad idea, actually. Um, so, yeah, you don't need to make your place like a hazardous Alcatraz. You don't need mm -hmm. razor wire out front. If you want to do that, that's fine. But you just want it to be comfortable and safe mm -hmm. and take a lot of the worry away of protecting those indoors. Yeah. And assigning things out to, you know, the different members of your family so that they can help yes um yeah and consider home invasion or defense you know what if things go really bad mm -hmm. where are you all gonna like go to one room and yep. how you know and protect protect yourselves um so finances we talked about the importance of an emergency fund that's the first thing mm -hmm. that you really need to work on is having available cash and not having it all in one place but enough to get you by without work and you know, to Boy, pick up I'll bet places. you a lot of people wish they would have had an emergency fund this year. Mm -hmm. You know how many people were laid off, fired, it's crazy, couldn't and work still for can't months, go back to work. Yeah, it's insane. Boy, don't you wish you would have had three to six months worth of, of yeah. funds? And in it's your huge, bank and that's account? very hard to do. But we all go through these cycles of like a good year, a bad year. Yeah, it's like, for sure. But adding a little bit is going to get you so much further and take so much stress and off. Don't from, touch it, man. That's yeah, the hard part. That is Just the hard don't part. Touch it because we we've. Had yeah. envelopes and stuff where we're like, well, we got to go to the movies. Let's just take 20 out of yep. it. And then before you know it, you're like, it's gone. where did $500 go? Exactly. Yep. But that's great. Yeah. Not to touch it. And then don't touch it. Don't. Ew. <laughs> um, Stop touching it. And then gear. Um, yeah. This is where it can get expensive. Mm -hmm. um, try to use the thing. Try to buy the things that are more practical when you can't. Uh, the things that are going to have multiple uses. Mm -hmm. Tents. They can always be used indoors when you're, you know, kind of. Yeah. Kids love that. For um, sure. Setting up a camp indoor. But we've talked about this with different, like if things are really shady outside, you move to one room mm -hmm. and, or you lose power and you have to deal with the cold, move to one room and put up set a tent. up your yep. camp. Yep. So, um, but camp foods and stuff, they store longer. Camp supplies make cooking easier and cooking in a tent or indoor. There's yep. a lot of different supplies there. So thinking about these supplies for, a majority like your family because you can use them and have fun with them when you know yeah. things are normal but if things go south they already know how to use them they've seen them and and so anyways Absolutely. camping stuff and gear is kind of an i think it kind of an easier thing even though it's expensive and it's dual purpose yeah again for the family you yep. know so skills um we got a book recently in one of the survival box of tying knots oh yeah and i got like i sat down with my oldest son and we like tied all kinds of different stuff yeah, that's so awesome. you can just incorporate these, those different skills for fun. Like mm -hmm. we made like a cross, like you know, oh, it's cool. Yeah, learned how to tie pieces of wood together. But you can get like books aren't going to be affected by EMPs. Mm -hmm. You know, there's rare cases where you're going to have a fire, you're going to have to abandon them, but they're always there, and you can always continue to learn from them. So I think that's the one thing with skills is learning them now and then ones that you plan to like have ways to read and learn. And then, yeah. And talk to each family member. What, what are they interested in? What are the things that, that excite them? And then say, okay, what skills can be used right. in an shift center? And then, you know, move those things towards that person yeah. and let them have fun with it, you know? Yep. 
And I was never a big Boy Scout, but I do remember you were some a of the small things. Boy Scout. <laughs> yeah. But I remember some yeah. of the things that I learned in, in those like sure. different yeah. skills. So get them involved in those kinds of things. Um, yeah. And then back to health and fitness. Mm-hmm. Cardio is huge. I mean, absolutely. I learned the hard way. It's yeah. a, it was an eye opener to realize no matter how much, you know, no matter how dirty you think you could get in a fight to save yourself, if you're spent, yeah, like it doesn't if matter. you're exhausted, <laughs> they matter. will just have their way with you. Yep. Somebody that's even remotely more, mm-hmm. maybe you're even more, a little more skilled. If yeah. you are out of breath, you're toast. Exactly. It's, it's scary, over with. man. It's over <laughs> so, with. Get in shape. And it's usually like 30 seconds and then no, you, like it's gone. Instant. Because that adrenaline rush hits, boom. Yeah. You you expend that energy and then you're. If you lift somebody or try and roll, like That's all it. your energy's gone. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, getting fit, getting cardio health, and mm-hmm. that helps too with the whole medical thing. Oh, getting it, rid it, of medications, preventing the need for medications. Yep. So, uh, but physical fitness is huge for many reasons you're eating healthier you're learning how to be more efficient with what you eat you know yeah getting more out of what you eat there's a whole bunch that goes into the health and fitness and that could be something that you do as an entire family right because you all eat dinner together at least exactly maybe breakfast so that's something that you can take upon yourself like we're eating healthy yeah at least a few meals a day trying to figure out ways to get my kids into more activity like i I, Mm -hmm. because it helps them sleep it helps their anxiety it helps Everything's huge. Yeah, that physical activity is so good for kids, man. Yeah, it's so crazy. you want to be healthy though, because you don't want the guy that read the book about a root canal the night before <laughs> yeah. to do your root you canal. You don't want it, no. Like you yeah. want to be healthy to prevent those things. Yes, brushing your teeth and all mm-hmm. that. So, anyways, whew, that that's a lot. great. Yeah. So a lot to a lot of people, um, something you don't think about as being a family member is a pet. Like, because sometimes oh, yeah. they they're more important than some of the children which is crazy, right? Yep. So you have to think about them. You need to have specific preps ready for them, um, just like you would any other member of the family, right? Um, if you don't prep ahead in an SHTF scenario, they're going to be a huge burden. This going to be a pain in the butt to figure right. out what are we doing with the dog? What are we doing with the cat, the goldfish, or whatever it might be? Have a plan, right? Yeah. Um, and, and one of the things is to make sure that they're not a a pain in the ass all the time. So if they're a dog, make sure it's trained. Yeah. Don't let it just be some random this this dog that just runs around, tears shit up, and and barks all day long. Which yeah, most which owner. a lot of them are. So there's nothing worse than you know an SHTF scenario trying to get him to jump in the car and they're chasing the the fire truck down the street. Yeah. Right. You just you know try and make sure that they're trained. And if you have a cat or a hamster, whatever, good luck because you can't train them. <laughs> right. But I think it's a great idea because. Could think of the moral blow to your kids oh my gosh. if you did not prepare for your dog and watch it starve to death. Oh my gosh, because if my kids were like, my, my wife would be like, dad died because we weren't ready. They'd be like, oh, that sucks. The dog died. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like 10 times worse if the dog dies. Yeah. Like, I'm not even joking you either. So you have to have a plan. So, you know, make sure you've got food and water ready for them um, for either a bug out scenario or a bug in scenario. You got to have extra, right? Yeah. Um, you can also, if you have a dog, you can have them, they can have their own bug out bag. They have those packs for dogs. Let them carry their own food. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Use them if you can. Um, you get like a little collapsible water bowl that you can just throw in your bug out bag and go, you know what I mean? Um, or they can we just. We have a pet fish. I'd highly encourage you to either kill it now. Mm-hmm. Or just cook it first thing. When the nice thing is, is fish die about every three yeah, weeks. Yeah, kids really aren't that attentive. No, yeah. I don't think so. Um, mobility. Uh, let's pray that you don't have to carry this pet 
in a, in a bug out scenario. But if you do, make sure you have a cage or something. Yeah. To I mean to take you your never snake know. You with could you. End up in a like a shelter. You could just freaking lose everything. You don't and then know. You could be in like, a <laughs> FEMA camp. Yeah. yeah. You don't want your snake just like going around. <laughs> like so, make sure you have a cage. Yeah, you don't want your snake. Yeah. Get that snake back. I'm sorry, my snake gets out of hand <laughs> when I get around people. <laughs> so think about that. Super awkward. Yeah. Sorry Snakes about that. Snakes getting in there. Get back in there. Um. Also, chips identification, and I don't mean like tortilla chips. <laughs> I'm talking about the chips that they identification chips. You know, um, it, it may get agitated, may get nervous, and just bolt. Um, yeah. And if so, you want to be able to get it back. So having it chipped and having a collar with an ID tag and all those kind of things is going to be a good idea. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm not going to get too much into that. I but think hard the hard thing for pets for me is mm-hmm. like preparing for their poop and their pee and all that mm-hmm. crap. So, yeah. Yeah. I know. All that crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but um, like that's something that I probably would not have stocked up enough of. You know, poop and pee. No, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? The stuff to take care of their poop and pee. Oh, I just let my dog go outside. I know, but that'll build up over time. If you're <laughs> in the one place forever. Sure, don't mow your lawn or anything. Yeah, I know. But like cats are a huge yeah. nightmare that way. Yeah, they totally hamsters. Are. They freaking poop ten times more than any animal. Do I'm they? pretty sure. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> Disgusting. So let's talk about bugging out with a family. Oh boy, this gets nutty, right? Um, and the first thing we think about with bugging out is bug out bags. Mm. Um, if you don't know what a bug out bag is, you haven't been listening long, but basically it's a bag um, that will get you through an emergency situation, at least get you out of it alive for 72 hours, right? Um, so when you have a family, you have to think about everybody else, not just yourself, yeah. you selfish prick. Time, this is where you get the tandem bike. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, the tandem bug out bike. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know, make those. <laughs> I know, man. So this is especially true if you have small kids, right? Toddlers, babies, those types of babies. things. Babies. Um, so as Cam talked about before with the kids, they, leave them, leave a note for whoever finds them, how to take care of them. This one's good. This good one's luck. not as easy. So good luck with them. Yeah. Um, they come with very specific challenges in an SHTF scenario. The children's do. Um, so here's some things to think about. Um, if you're, if you have a baby or a really, really small kid, think about making your bug out bag a, or a kid that acts like a baby. <laughs> no, no, not even that. If they're small and you have to carry them, make sure think about getting like a combo bug out bag slash carrier. Yeah, right. They, yeah, they because make, well, the carrier we have can pack a ton of crap. Get it? In See, it. there you go. Perfect. That's what you need. Because you, can you imagine trying to carry like a baby in your arms, <laughs> like hiking ten miles yeah. or something with Not a hook fun. hand? Impossible. Impossible. You could put them in the microwave you though. Could hook them. You could put them in the microwave, shut the door, and then just hold it. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep your kids safe yeah. and avoid riots. Yeah, I mean, what if there's a nuclear bomb or some Freaking sort of radiation? microwave carrier. Why? I know. That's a selling. If there's a radiation event, they're going to be fine in the microwave, <laughs> which is great. Um, so th- you're going to have to think about diapers. If if you know babies like I do, they poop and they peep a lot. A lot. Okay? So you got to be careful with that. So you need to have diapers in your bug out bag. Um, they just take up a crap ton of space. Yeah. They do. Yeah. So you could think about getting those um, cloth diapers, cloth ones. Ew. Yeah, that's you've got to do but you some think cleaning. About it. Yeah, you got to think about it. Waste a lot of water, but yeah. Formula. Babies drink a lot of stuff. If they don't breastfeed, <laughs> you got to have formula. Yeah, or they die. You're not going to be carrying four gallons of milk, so mm-hmm. you got to take a powdered form. Yeah. So even if you are breastfeeding, sometimes it's nice to let somebody else feed the baby. 
No. <laughs> Let somebody else carry the breast milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't carry these. I don't carry these. Um, pacifier. If you have a baby that needs a pacifier all the time to stop yelling and screaming, yes. have an extra don't worry one. about what people think about Mm-mm. your... Have an extra one in your kid using a pacifier. If they shut, <laughs> my nine year old will shut up as soon as I give her the pacifier. Uh, but have an extra one in your bug out bag yeah. because you boy... always have to have an extra one. <laughs> yeah, because there's never been a bigger panic than yeah. when you're like, actually, have two to two or three in different sections of the bug out bag, just yeah. in case. <laughs> you might want five. Mm-hmm. Baby medicine. They're gonna if you leave, they're gonna throw up. Okay, if you go out of the house, they throw up. <laughs> So have something <laughs> to help them. That's my As soon as rule. you walk out the door. <laughs> as soon as I get past the front steps, yep. or they poop, puke and or they start bleeding, yeah. one of the three, puke, poop, or bleed as soon as you leave the house. Mm-hmm. So that's for little babies, okay? Now let's talk about the five to ten well, year the, the tactical baby gear yeah. that I got. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. It's real good the, stuff. The whole back plate mm-hmm. part pulls down so you can change them on a clean yeah. surface. Something like that would be great for a but baby yeah, they bug out cool bag. Then you get to the five to ten year olds. At this point in their life, it's time for them to have their own bug out bags. Okay, the younger kids, they're gonna have to have a light one. You can't put like ten gallons of no, water in there. You can't have you a know, mountain pack. Yeah, it's not gonna work. It's fifteen inches longer than. So just think about basic clothing for them. Some very basic survival gear. You know, a little bit of food, a little bit of water, some candy, and a, one like, box of fifty cal. One box of fruit snacks. <laughs> fruit snacks. Yeah, um, these little pricks get annoying. So you have to have something for them to do. Distract what they're, Mm -hmm. they won't realize they're carrying 50 pounds. Exactly. So have some toys, have something to entertain them in that bag. That's, that's key. Um, and like the poles with the carrot. Mm hmm. Poles with TikTok or Mm -hmm. uh, just Just swinging the device. (laughs) So it's like, walk. So think about, you know, books, coloring stuff, Legos, something that they like. Um, and even let them pick it out. This is what I think is key. Don't pick it out for them. Whatever this is. Let them pick they it out the because when it get, gets to an SHTF scenario and they go, Dad, this is stupid. I'm like, you picked it out. <laughs> you deal with it. It's your fault. Okay? So think about that. Um, they're they're going to complain the whole way on a bug out scenario, especially if it's cold. So have some hand warmers. Or hot. Or, or hot. warm or neutral. <laughs> You're just going to complain. <laughs> but if it's cold, if you have some hot hands, that helps. <laughs> Not like the, you know what I mean, the, yeah. the hand warmers. Okay. Also, oh, have extra band-aids. Have extra gloves. These hands are sweaty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My hands are sweaty. <laughs> you had those the whole time. <laughs> um, extra band-aids. You got to have them mm-hmm. for those. Okay, now let's talk about the tweens and the teens. Their bags should be fully stocked like your bug-out bag. They can handle some weight. Um, if they're older, even consider maybe some hunting gear, some self-defense stuff, a knife, survival knife, all True. those types of things. They feel bad at carrying that stuff. 100%. My kids always want to carry a knife, and I yeah. hate it. I'm like, I no, know. you're not ready for a knife. You will kill yourself. <laughs> um, or kill elder, me. Elderly family members, this is going to have to be a case-by-case basis, okay? that You might have to go back to the 5- the, the to 10-year-old type bags for them. Just, you know, just yarn, knitting needles, and... <sighs> I don't know, a yeah. highway to heaven weekly, <laughs> whatever it might be. So just think about that just or whatever they Carol might Burnett need. Carol Burnett tape Carol playing <laughs> in the back. Yeah, exactly. But you might want to have their meds and, you know, things like that Maybe. that they might need. Maybe. You need to teach them how to get off that those meds. Yeah. So then your wife or slash partner slash girlfriend, boyfriend, bug up bags. They should have um, basically the same thing that you do. Okay. Um, and the nice winter thing, bags. The, the night, yeah, they need to be matching. 
<laughs> um, and then girl's ba- choice. Yeah, girl's choice. Or man's choice. Yeah. Whatever. But the nice thing is, is you can start to distribute stuff to their bags so you're not carrying everything, you know, cookware, all that, <laughs> bricks, rocks. This is way heavier. It isn't. I <laughs> yeah. promise you. Can I wear yours? Yeah. No. So just think about that. You can, but each bag needs to have <laughs> the assist. <laughs> cookware. And yeah. Iron. <laughs> Ironing board. <laughs> You want the essentials in your wife's bag. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I'm um, just kidding. Treadmill? I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know what's important for them. You th- They can think about it. But make sure that each bag has the essentials the, for water, food, fire, shelter, first aid, right? <laughs> what are you laughing at? Not to laugh about that. <laughs> um, um, and then again... It's nice knowing you. As a family... <laughs> as a family... Go through this stuff at least once a year, you know. Yeah, that's the hard thing too. Yeah, I've gone into those and I'm like, who ate the first snacks? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these were backup, <laughs> like open bags that have been yeah. stuffed back in there. They're that's, hard as a rock because yeah. they've been half eaten. I know. Oh, that drives me nuts throwing the the packages back in. Ooh, yeah, I hate that. Yeah, it's it's just like trying to get into their Halloween candy and it's all. <laughs> garbage yeah it's all garbage like, it's all mixed up you guys need to learn <laughs> um they don't learn cam talked a little bit about this but bu- uh skills and especially for a bug out scenario it's bug pretty skills bug skills it's a pretty good idea that they have some basic skills like talk about fire starting yeah water purification i mean you don't have to know how to like build a solar still or something like that but like know how to use <laughs> The basic um, water purification devices and stuff like that, yeah. right? Yep. Um, basic navigation: which way is north, south, east, west? How True. do you use a compass? Uh, basic hunting skills, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Shelter building: can they build a shelter if they need to? Um, and cooking, those types of things. I don't know. Think about <laughs> it. <laughs> Teach them whatever you want. I don't know. Do Teach whatever, them whatever you, want. you want. Yeah. Um, and then a bug out plan. Just make sure if you have a family, your plan needs to be pretty, pretty detailed. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, it's gonna get. It really does. It's gonna like, be a mess. You can't just say, "Bug out this location." Well, I don't do that. Well, what do I do, Dad? Do you wait for you to pick me up. Yeah, but you know, and also think about that because if you have small children and your bug out plan is hiking ten miles uphill, boy, you're a dummy. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. just that's not gonna work. So you have to cater it to what your family makeup is. Exactly. So just think about your bug out plan. Okay. Yep. Um. Considering bugging in with your family, so this is what most of us will probably do: is yeah. to stay where all of our supplies are and all of our comfort is. Mm-hmm. But you do need to prepare with your family for these things because, yeah. like I said, you may be isolated to one room. You may have somebody that's sick and you need to quarantine to one side. Um, but activities and things to do. If say you lose power, um, you've got to have ways to not kill each other. <laughs> yeah. You gotta have things to occupy them and to make things fun and seem normal. That's I mean, mm. the goal is to really just you want it make to be normal. everything Yell at all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Dad's not yelling. Something's wrong. <laughs> something's wrong. Dad hasn't yelled at me like yeah. in two hours. I'm trying to keep things calm. <laughs> oh, something's wrong. Uh, I'm not What's going used on to this? Outside, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you need to have chores and things like that, like set up. You, mm. you try to keep things as normal as possible, and that yeah. may include yelling at them all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but prepare for basically hunkering down. So, I, like right now, I've been thinking of what if one of us does come down with coronavirus? Mm-hmm. That quarantine can be horrible. Yeah. Because you could go 
until all of a sudden your spouse becomes sick and then you got another 12 days and then you've Mm -hmm. got your kids can't go to school and there's another and you really can't go anywhere unless people are getting stuff for you so you got to think about how to prepare to counter the yeah mind loss that's going to happen Uh uh-huh and so um you know just different things activities uh you know devices and stuff people discourage to have for kids but Mm. That will save your butt in in a lot of different scenarios to have some ways to entertain them both that way. Yeah. But um, the bugging in thing, we kind of went through with most of this, but I just wanted to mention like those key things of like keeping people sane Mm -hmm. and having things to do so that the kids don't drive you nuts and that they don't feel there's the stress of what's going on or why they're not able to go outside and play and things like that. So, yeah. That's the gist of it. That's that's prepping with a family. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's how you do it. But yeah. there's a lot what your family is. Yeah. But I don't either, but hopefully something in here will help. Yeah. As you prep to for get this them family. involved. I don't know. Get them involved. Just have them go get coloring books for power outage. Activity books. Just start there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh, thanks. Okay, so today's podcast is brought to you by TacPack, the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful professional-grade stuff inside. Use code CASUALPREPPERS. Get a free separate bag sent of EDC gear along with your first month's TACPAC. Head to TACPAC.com. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS. Nah. You get free stuff, man. Yeah. It's great. Uh, and if you have an talk-pah. if you have an AR, this is, like, so perfect. Yeah. Because they have so much cool AR gear. You're getting way good... You're getting the freaking steal from them. I don't know how they do it. I don't know either. They are stealing from people, I think. And also, I don't know... Not from people that are subscribing, but yeah. to get the boxes ready for you. We also have the latest battle box. Yeah, we do. Mission 69. Uh, it's a great mission. Great mission number. Okay. Uh, the first thing we have in the basic box is the Lord and Field blanket slash sleeping bag strap. Oh, the strap. Yeah, that's your uh, gag strap that you had out a minute ago. <laughs> I was saying this was, what is this for? <laughs> you sounded like Bane saying what that. What is this for? What is this for? <laughs> Why um, would you get a strap without? <laughs> I was born in the strap. <laughs> um, Yeah, it's a $25 value, so it's great for It strapping. is kind of nice to like have something to, because I have my, together. my blankets kicking around together. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Like, like keeping stuff tidy in your For sure. vehicle. Yeah, it's great. And then we have the Piranha Fishbone 2.0 Knotless Rope Tie. It's kind of a cool Fish thing. Fishbone. Fishbone. Um, it's got it's great for strapping stuff down with this little tie. It's it's a cool little deal. Ten dollar value. The next thing is the Sun to get Company weird. zipper Straps comp. Straps and tie down. Zipper comp. Uh so this is a great zipper pool that has a, a compass on it. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, so you always dangly. have it with you. I put it on my jeans, and I have that thing <laughs> hanging off my dingle dangle. Which way's McDonald's? <laughs> Which way? <laughs> You're holding your crotch. The... Well, you got to go uh, east, <laughs> east, west, and then I like to go east, west. We'll get there. I get disoriented building sometimes. Yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> then we got the Zippo Typhoon Match Kit. This is the best all-weather matches. I've ever used. Yeah, until a piece breaks off. No, that was the other one. Wasn't your, those ones? It wasn't. No. Yeah. It was the cheapy ones. These remember? are like a firework. Like, yeah. They just burn hot. They do. It's like an RPG. It's yeah, like it's a great. fuse. Yeah. Cannon fuse. Cannon fuse. Then we get to the advanced box and we get the Lord and Field wool blanket. This uh, thing's the bomb, man. It is. I love these. It's a sexy this blanket. This matches my truck carpet. It does. 
I'm going to put that in my chest. Carpet matches the drapes. Drapes <laughs> matches the carpet. Yep. Blanket matches the carpet. But these wool blankets are so freaking nice. They're even great. Even for like just a picnic. <laughs> it sure is, yeah. Sticks won't poke up in your bum hole. Yeah, it's, you never like that. Then we got the Pro Box with the Coleman Deluxe Perfect Flow Lantern with hard case. That's nice. That's it's all cool. tucked away, ready to go. Yeah, it's got a hard case. It's great. <laughs> and then we get to the uh, Pro Plus, the Civivi Plus. Theros <laughs> 904 series knife. Thanos? Uh, yes. Uh, $75 value. Great little EDC knife. It's cool. Comes in a little nice case. Yep. Um, Really interesting looking blade. Yeah. This is an offshoot of Wii knives, I think. The lightweight. Mm-hmm. And sharp. So that's mission 69. Uh, go check them out at battlebox.com. Use our code casual preppers. You got to get a free knife when you get yeah. your first order. Can't beat that. Nope. It's time for the quick and dirty medical tip. Here's my medical tip. Okay. We have talked about it. Okay. Great. I think what we'll do, no, mm. there's no tip today. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Is I think we're going to just put oh, yeah. out a little medical tip video. Go back yeah. to some of the ones we've done. It's some some of it is just easier to see mm-hmm. in person. Um, well, live, not live, but um, on a video. Yeah, it's so, like how do you explain a prostate exam? You have to show it, <laughs> right? <laughs> so we're gonna do just yeah. some of the medical tips on uh, on YouTube. Yeah. So little brief one weekly, mm-hmm. and then you can see in action how band aids put on. Exactly. I'm Maybe excited for it. Off. It's gonna yeah. be great. So. I don't really have anything for you today. You guys heard enough from us. Hopefully start next week. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys subscribing. Um, make sure to come see us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, um, Twitter, uh, Parlor, uh, all the places, TikTok, anywhere. Come see us. Okay? We're there. Okay, stay survived.